1: Now. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I'm your host of the big guy, Ryback. Happy Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, streaming live on TikTok and Instagram, the big guy, Ryback22. Thank you good to the guys watching on the live streams over there. We are live on Ryback TV on YouTube here. Super chats are greatly appreciated and brought up on the screen in between take and calls. We are live on Twitter at Ryback at X Twitter. Over there, we are also live on Twitch at Ryback Rules, the people's podcast here on Twitter, X spaces at Ryback. Guys, if you want to call into this show, health fitness supplementation, sports pro wrestling, UFC, MMA, and anything and everything in between right here, guys, the people's podcast, X spaces at Ryback. Follow me, subscribe, check out the show. If you've got a question, right here is the place to be. This show is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. If you've got a moment to leave a star rating and write a review, it really helps me out, guys, on the audio platform, which we continue to have a nice, strong showing on the audio platform, being one of the most listened-to wrestling podcasts available today. But we stream live on five, six different platforms before we hit the audio wave. So those iTunes reviews, iTunes reviews greatly help the cause guys over there on the audio charts subscribe to the audio if you can't catch the live monday through friday between 9 a.m and 10 a.m pacific time guys is when i usually go live anywhere in between on that guys that's when you can subscribe on the audio and check it out anytime available it usually comes out 20 to 30 minutes they usually get that up sometimes a little longer but usually 20 to 30 minutes after the live it is on all the audio uh platforms and hey go give it a listen anyways even just for a few minutes Give us that audio listen, too. It uh, it really helps out over there. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people, men and women. He, she, and thee on feedmemore.com. Save 15% signing up for my massive savings program on my email and text message newsletter program. Guys, one email a week, one text message, no spam. We don't share your information. Get 15% off your next order just for signing up. And right now on feedme.more.com, giving you a free shaker bottle and bottle a tub of Finish It BCA electrolyte matrix raspberry lemonade, thirty servings, guys. A sixty five dollar value, yours free, just for uh, just for shopping, buying any supplement or merch on the feedme.more.com. On that, but that massive savings program, guys. It really, really huge discounts. Go out with it. I'm telling you, it is well worth. You you get free stuff just for placing your your orders as you would normally. Uh, you get huge discounts, not made available to the public. Typically outside of a once in a blue moon, I'll share it on here for you guys to get more people to sign up, but, uh, it's well worth, it's well worth it. Good to see all of you. We've got uh the new feeding time video out on Ryback TV as well. I've got another TikTok If you guys want to check out also here on Ryback TV, I have posted it as well. I, uh, on WWE superstar expenses on the road. And, uh, I've, uh, I found a, a, a real cool way of distributing different content on TikTok and YouTube uh, that should be doing even better. But it is it is doing decent on that TikTok. Some of them have done very well on that. Uh, so thank you, guys. Check those out. And uh, leave in the comments what type of videos you guys would like to see more. I think tomorrow's video is going to be my analysis of Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lash- uh, Lashley in a shoot fight, uh, an MMA fight, who would win. Uh, that's going to be tomorrow's video dropping on TikTok as well. All right, let's get going. Good to see you guys in here. We've got the big, the big Samoan sausage in the chat. Big Shawnee in the house. Good to see everybody in here. My, uh, I, my, my Twitter has been actually um, worse than ever. I am now averaging under zero point two five percent on the majority of my posts. Still well under 0.5% uh, on the post, but a lot of them now are like staying at one or 2,000 impressions, which is the lowest they've ever been. Uh, and it's very disturbing with this. And I don't know what else. I, I, I just keep living my life, but I think anyone you could see when I post stuff and I just see, and I just look at everybody else that has nowhere near the following and I see their numbers and I just go, this doesn't make any sense. It's never made any sense they continue to tell me I'm suppressed. I've not done anything. I've not, they don't like, there's no, they're, they're not saying they, the accounts just never been fixed, which is crazy. Cause I've had some posts that randomly will do all right, but I I'm telling you, I will routinely, the way that I do content can get hundreds of thousands and millions of views. Like I've done it. I've already done it. So I know, I know what I'm doing with it. And they've taken that ability away from me and it's very frustrating. And I always tell people at the very least with all the hate that they've created, Those people would constantly be swarming my post if they saw them, but instead they see like dirt sheet posts and they swarm those posts, which is why all these guys continue to push out hate because they get, they get literally 20 times more views on me than they do on everybody else. Go look at a lot of these other things. Go look at the numbers with it and then go, that's weird. Why wouldn't those same haters go put that hate on the guy themselves? It's because they don't see it. And that's the most blatantly obvious observation I could point out to you guys on it is that that hate would be massively coming in and it doesn't hardly anyone sees anything outside of the few platforms here and there that get going but we're not going to stop we keep going and uh the truth is going to win i already know it i've been protected and we're getting closer and closer but i, I do i do am frustrated with elon and linda i've reached out to linda multiple times hey linda can we have a conversation just ignoring me not just, hey, can we talk? I just want, I just want and that before did that, she ignored. And then I put some other things to try to get her attention. can't get it. never have been have insulted her or anything, but I literally want to know I want answers with this. Your platform tells me I'm being suppressed that I have a negative influence on Twitter. What's the negative influence? you've never given me one violation? Can you can you, you know, tell me why me of all people, yet I see people posting the most ridiculous things on Twitter. With that, they're getting hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of impressions. How, like, very scary with with the world that we we currently live in. And uh, but I'm not going to stop. I like it's. like I, I want answers with this. And it, we, we're living in a place like with politics and with the, with the with the presidential elections coming up. There's no doubt that our country is full of corruption. We are the probably one of the most corrupt countries in the in the history. Of civilization. Like it it is when, when I think we're more and more people are waking up to that with it. But it's not right, like with this stuff, with what they're doing and hurting innocent people or trying to influence certain things. And I don't think Elon is the savior that he's trying to make himself out to be. I really don't. And I don't like the way they're handling. And at the very least, I don't like the way that he's handling things with it. I think they're also afraid of lawsuits and things, but I think they're not being transparent. And I also think he's full of it when he says certain things. And you go, we're gonna, we're gonna have uh, shadow bands. If you're being suppressed, you're gonna know. We're gonna make that transparent. No, you're not. You haven't done anything. It's, we're going on almost a year since you first mentioned that. And there's no, there's nothing with that. You've got all this illegal restrictive coding on your platform still with it. You, you guys are telling me I'm being suppressed. I've not done anything to be suppressed to begin with. It's now seven and a half plus years. I've got a family and a business, and I'm not gonna stop like with this. And most other people would not have kept going. And we're, you're lucky. That something worse has not happened with that because a lot of people would have would have would have gone a horrible route with this and everything and I had a lot to lose with this and instead I've turned it the other direction and made it work, but I'm I'm very unhappy with this and I, I want answers at some point in time and I'm going to get them with it but I, I can't uh, tell you guys enough to keep tagging him and just uh, and again don't insult talk to Ryback why aren't you talking to Ryback why are you not communicating with Ryback about his account seven and a half years of being suppressed. Why won't you guys actually, why can't you tell me or talk to me? That's the concerning part. Like with this, if everything was all right, like, but I already know they told me I was restricted for four plus years. Again, no violations. And that was the old regime though. Still, nobody will give me any other answers. Couldn't advertise that entire time. And now I'm being suppressed. They tell me I'm being suppressed. They've been telling me that again, they can't give me any answers. So the question is, who is the one pulling the trigger on all this, constantly keeping me in this state of not being seen consistently? That's what we have to ask with it. I'm, this is not an exaggeration, has cost me millions of dollars, millions with what I've already built and what I was doing and the numbers I was pulling in prior when they took a lot of this away. So I'm not stopping with it. And uh, because if it's happening to me, it's happening on other things. And that means the coding and, the, and that technology is being used in, in bad ways. Which is why I think we need user agreements with this, that there should be no shadow ban technology, nor will these companies use it. There's no reason for it. And, and Elon's already admitted this, where they down they downgrade your post if you have a link to another like platform. They literally suppress those tweets as well with that. So they have the coding and the technology to do this at any time they want with it. So this is the stuff that I'm going to continue to point out should not exist. Super chat coming in. Gabby Haralu. thank you. Any good memories with Rowan and Strowman? Yeah, always got along with those two guys. Uh, great. Uh, Braun, I didn't know as well. He, I worked with him there. Did some tags, European tour. Always, it was very early on to do his WWE run when he had the black sheet mask. And uh, he was very easy to work with. He was very respectful. He listened. He he knew he was in there with the guys that had been doing this for a long time. When we were doing a lot of the six man tags, and uh, and he 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 was like me and him had quite a bit of interaction in the ring during all of those. And he, never once was there anything ever went wrong or anything. Uh, Rowan, me and him did a, quite a bit of live events together, singles matches and the tags. He's an incredible performer, very uh, very giving, kind individual very soft-spoken uh he uh, i could tell you he takes a hell of a vertical suplex stalling he was able to hold like with me holding him and him holding himself up he has great control of his body i would hold him up there for 30 seconds sometimes even a little longer on the live events people would just be in awe i mean he is a he's enormous tall and heavy and he's able to balance his body he's also incredibly flexible i remember the first time i saw him in a uk gym he was uh he was stretching and i uh, was working out and i just remember thinking like whoa he's really flexible with it he like and uh just a just a hell of a performer i think he uh is capable of so much more and, and, and when he was there and you know they, they just never he, he could he, he could do a lot but sometimes it, like i tell you people when you when you're nice in this business uh or you you because every a lot of people can be nice but if you, you've got to, you've also got to have a little bit of a like. I'm going to stand up for myself, and like, and I just think sometimes that's difficult for a lot of people with that. And they just they they take the job and they do exactly what is asked of them. And that's that's something he always has done. He's a professional with that as a physical actor with it. But he is capable of so much more if they ever would let him with that. And he has a hell of a look. And you know why he didn't? They didn't keep him and try to use him more they gave him the worst theme music in the history of the business when he was on the singles run. I I dare anyone to try to argue with me. I had to go out to it once. Didn't elicit an emotion out of anybody in the entire arena. It was, it was, and it was supposed to be my theme and somebody messed up and I, I go, Oh, but I, I, I'm glad I got to experience it because I I never, it just stresses the importance of theme music with it. And uh, you know, I, I love the guy. He's absolutely unbelievable though. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the Matt Riddle situation. I it's uh I'm curious to see what, what comes out on that. I know we made an Instagram post and deleted it. I don't um I, I outside of that, I don't I don't know, you know, the details of, of the incident. Clearly I wasn't there, nor any of us were, but you know, I did see that he uh, said something about uh, the the whether the TSA or the police there. I don't know. I don't know. I just saw there could, was a possible maybe uh, they they say disorderly person on the plane or there was something. I'm just curious to see like what comes out. I don't want to speculate, or, but there clearly something had to have happened involving Matt Riddle at the airport, and then he you know he made the comment about being uh, assaulted in a naughty way which I don't want to use the the S word because we're on TikTok. So I don't know what's allowed and not allowed. But he was, uh, in his words, he was assaulted, S assaulted, but assaulted in a naughty way, if you're following what the big guy's saying. And I don't know how that would be possible with that. But, you know, I thought at first it was like TSA going through security. And like, he just, you know, I just picture him like going with his flip-flops and his shorts through the TSA. And then he just got one of the, he got a questionable individual and they did like we got to check the inside of your thighs, sir. If something uh sent something sent off the uh, the detection alarm on the uh, body scanner? And then he got one of those guys that really started getting up. I've had it. They get in, they, they're like, well, what's that? And they're like, well, that's my deal. They're like, oh, and you're like, yeah. And then they go up, even they're just really getting in there, like massaging your taint. You're like, are you good? Like this is everyone's just looking and you're like, just like what, you know, you get some real weirdos at the TSA, which you'd have to be to take that job. Like, yeah, I want to feel up people's bodies for a living. Like, and like I'm a man, I want to go feel up other men. Like, no, you like that. That, that, that You have to want to go do that. That's not just like, oh, I'm this is it. This is all I could get. Like, it's like the the drug testers that have to go watch us pee and look at our nipples. Like, that's yeah, not like just like, oh, it's the only thing that was hiring Jeff. I didn't want to do it, guys. And then you know, you're just you know, checking out dudes' peckers all day long, like you clearly that's like something in you, like you're just like, Oh, this looks appealing, and you know, I want to go watch guys pee all day, like that's like that's, You don't like, I, I just don't see it any other way with it. Like, I loved wrestling, loved Disney. Oh, I want to go be a wrestler, you know, I think it applies to people that go and do jobs like that. So, but it wasn't the TSA, it was something I think with the police, and so I'm curious on what the naughty assault was, if it was how he was assaulted in a naughty way. Okay. All right, let's get going with today's show. Good to see all of you guys. We're going to kick it off, kick it off with the big sausage. We're on TikTok, my man. Just clarifying. Hello, hello. Happy Tuesday. It's the big sausage. <laughs> What's going on? Oh man. How about those jets? Big guy, how's your how's your Tuesday? First first and foremost. Oh, it's good, man. I uh up at 5 a.m. on the dot. I had to get Bree uh she got to get to, she's picking up her car in LA today. Um so I had to oh, I had awesome. yeah, I had to drive her to the airport early this morning and uh and then she's going to be on her way back to Vegas here later today. So how long of a drive is that big guy? Uh, no, Vegas I'm... to LA. But you're from where I, to my house, to there, if you're like south by the strip, it's like three and a half hours. Granted, oh, there's not, not, bad. not granted, there's not like real bad traffic. Like on a Tuesday, there shouldn't be. But oh, yeah. uh, to my house, we're probably, looked about a four hour drive. Oh, that's not bad at no. all. No. So, Do you have the... a drive down there? Like, yeah, yeah. My, my supplement manufacturer is down in Valencia, so. I've I've been down there though numerous times. I'm oh, due to take a vacation eventually. I'd like to I'd like to take a nice weekend vacation, Shawnee, down there, and I'll probably I might invite Bree even down there. I'd like to do Disneyland and just chips and salsa, alcohol drinks, and yeah. in Disneyland and churros and just two days, <laughs> just, just get away, just yeah, get I'm away good. and just like and just you know see what happens. I agree. I agree. That's a great.
2: I love that. I love, like, uh, when we go on vacation sometimes and, like, my wife will try to set up all these things. And I'm like, I'm like, Nikki, please, like, we're going away to enjoy ourselves. We don't need to do a thousand things when we're away, you know? Um,
1: Simplicity. Yes. yes, I, I think, like, to me, going to a Mexican restaurant and just having drinks and chips and salsa and not doing anything all day would be the most relaxing thing in the world to me.
2: Yeah, and I have to say my wife is good with that stuff, but sometimes she'll like, uh, like she'll be like, "Oh, let's do this and that," and I'm like, "Nikki, we're here to rest, like, and and to enjoy our time here, like, let's enjoy it." Because yeah. sometimes you're like,
1: if you overbook your schedule, yep. you end up being tired, more tired when you get home. Because you know? you're so, some people you- like are so concerned they want to try to check off all these things yes. just to say that they did it, rather than just do some things and enjoy it, and like. Yes. Some, I, and I, I'm not a fan of that at all. They're like, they make a thing where they got to go do 10 things in the day and you're like, you're stressed. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And yeah,
1: you're rushing. I agree. I, I, agree. I literally like, it's all about like, but some people like, it's like, just go do one or two things and like, take your time and enjoy it and have a good time. You yeah, know? Yeah. I'm going to – let's get to uh, the Aaron Rodgers and the Jets last night. But
3: the first thing I want to tell you before I forget. So uh, you're talking about the riddle and the TSA situation. <laughs> and it, re- it reminded me of a story, right?
2: So uh, this year in January, I flew down to Orlando for the major pot event, right? And I am like – Uh, when I get on planes and stuff or anywhere that's tight seating I get very self-conscious like uh, to make sure that the person next to me is is comfortable and, like, I will make myself uncomfortable the whole time.
1: Like, what do you so mean? They, like, do you don't want to, like, be touching them or, like, you don't want to? I don't want them to feel like, oh, this fat F is
2: n- sitting next to me taking up room. So I literally, I, and
1: since I have very big legs, I have to literally, like, keep my legs so tight. And oh, the old to- ball squeezer. Exactly and I have to Take my left I always like to sit by
2: the Window because I feel like I I don't Go to the bathroom a lot so it it helps Um, Like I would rather Sit on the window and what I do is like When my right I have very wide Shoulders yeah um, and I will take my like left hand And like
3: like At an angle No I'll put it on my right Like
2: elbow and I'll Keep my shoulder in the whole time Because if I don't my shoulder will be most likely hitting the person
3: next to me, right? You're
1: entirely different than me on this because I'm the same on the seat. I take it. If I'm there first, I've got the space. And the, if I get there, I've had it. But if I get there and the other people person has the space, I'm like, oh, they it's their space. And I sit at the angle. So I'm like a hybrid of you, but I'm, I'm more of a first come first serve. I go, well, if I get there, I love the aisle seat. I'm getting my full because I got to get hit by the damn tray the whole time anyways, too with the broad shoulders but yeah i've been i actually i spend
2: more uh i i've been only flying first class now because i find that the first class seats are perfect for me so i spend the extra money because to me the money is worth it just to have be able to not be in discomfort the whole ride so uh, yeah so let me let me tell you about the story so i another part of that my insecurity is
3: a lot of people think big people smell, and I uh, never smell like I smell like smoke because I smoke cigarettes. But like I would
2: never smell like a body odor. Never, you'll never ever smell me full of body
1: odor. I like, smell like like body spray, black and meat. <laughs> you smell like a high
3: school gym <laughs> up playing basketball it was like sweating acts like it was yeah. disgusting oh my god so anyway I always am
2: self-conscious about this I make sure when I go on the plane I'm not sweaty I'm a 100% smelling great like I bring deodorant with me everything
1: you literally do you deodorant up before you go on the plane absolutely, absolutely. where do you just go absolutely. into the men's room and just put a quick little little rub on yes absolutely yes. well you're and really man. conscious of other to be to I'm very conscious because I wouldn't want somebody to do that to me. Yeah. Oh, the there's gym nothing gym. worse, but brother. I've been in gyms where somebody comes in and, and like they just, they're, I don't know if they don't believe in showers or, or deodorant. Yep. And like these, they, they stink up the entire section. Like I've 100%. done it where like, where like I've been, like I've been, I've had it happen before. I was so mad. One guy, it was like, and he was there and it just like the whole section. And the gym was crowded and I couldn't get another machine. It was, a, I think it was like an elliptical and like he left. And then like a hot chick came and like, I felt like the hot chick, she didn't know. And I just remember thinking like, she might think it was me. It was really, it was, I was just really angry at the guy. I'm like, how dare you? Like, just so i'm with you i know it's it's bad it it is it's
2: bad and like you never especially being a bigger person like we are like we already have that against us so it's like why would you want to make them feel like they're right right like i want to just prove that i want people sitting next to me what like be like wow he actually smelled great like yeah well like you know blah 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 long story short I, i i i took a shower before i left and while i'm taking a shower um, I, I, there's a bunch of things that I do normally after a shower that I did, right? And I'll tell you after. So I go, I get dressed, I rush to the airport, I get on, uh, I'm going through the, the security, and uh, I go through, and all of a sudden, you, you don't hear a beep, but they're like, uh, sir, step to the right, please. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? And I take everything out. I thought it was my headphones. Uh, so I put my headphones down. And they're like, uh, sir, uh, something came up on the machine. And uh, and we need to uh, search you by hand or whatever. And uh, it seems
3: like you have a powdery substance on you, right? So oh, no. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you mean? So th- they show me the thing. And... My crotch is all
2: red, right? <laughs> oh. So I'm like, "What the hell?" So I realize, "Holy crap, I put baby powder on my nuts when I
1: laugh." Oh no! Oh. <laughs> so
2: because I do it because obviously you sweat when you're walking and like you know whatever
1: <laughs> for the so shape, always, chafing.
3: Yeah, chafing <laughs> exactly. So I always powder my,
2: my 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 sack, right? So um, I I so I'm like, "Hey guys." I was like, I'll drop my pants right here. I'll let you see it. But it's how It's baby powder, you know? So the guy's like, all right, I just have to pat you down or whatever. <laughs> he literally, I'm not lying. He pat me down. He literally took his hand and, like, cuffed my, my uh, D-I-C-K. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, holy crap. I'm like. I can't believe it. So long story short, it took me an extra forty minutes because I had uh I had powdered my, my sack before I left.
1: So never do that if you go with to go on a plane. Never powder your sack. That's crazy that, that I mean, how much powder did you put on that thing? That's oh, the- Even if you put a drop, big guy, it shows because they're looking for drugs. So
3: what they do is they have they ever checked your hand and uh, they have this machine where
1: they check your hand. Yeah, they got to rub that little brush on it. Exactly. It's for the drug residue. So when they see powder, they think, oh, there's drugs. Right. But like, like, obviously, (laughs) I always get nervous when the dogs, they have the drug dogs walking around. Those me dogs, too. I'm just me hoping too. one of them doesn't have like have a tick and go crazy and like attack for exactly. no reason. Those yeah. things, like, because I'm just like, I because I, I smell like meat, so I always just feel like the dog, <laughs> they may get like a fault, like, oh, this guy smells really meaty and like just come right at me. Yeah, I'm not worried meaty. about having any illegal drugs on me or anything. I'm worried because I smell like meat 24 seven. That that dog might something in it just might might <laughs> cause it to just go go rabid. <laughs> just, just getting attacked by a drug dog in the airport, uh, I'm a dog chasing you to the bro. Animal. And I love dogs, and I wouldn't want to have to try to like, but I would have to fight for my life. Those things, oh things God, would be trying to God. gnaw my arm off right away. Oh. Right. Like imagine being a dog and you just sniffing, you're doing your job and you just look up and you see this big
3: meaty human <laughs> like, that smells like meat. And then he's like, it's <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that was my ball check story that uh, that that happened. And uh, it is invasive. I have to say, yeah, I would rather them do that and keep us safe than
2: not do it. Right, so um, because you never know, the bombs are made with powder and things like that. Like, so it's just better to be safe, I guess, than to do it. And and Riddle, listen, I, I i smoke weed always before I get on a plane, and uh, and um, I'll look at the dog and be like, Yeah, mother freaker,
1: I'm high as hell right now. What are you gonna do about it? I wonder if that had something to do with it. If he was if something smoking or. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I'll be. I, I will look the dog in the eye and be like, "Yeah, I'm high as hell right now." <laughs> <laughs> I don't make any contact with the eye. The dog. I'm just literally just like I just try to like, please keep going, please keep going, please keep going. <laughs> Do you think other dogs look at that dog as a snitch? <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> he sold out. Sold out to the humans. Matt, what's that? There's a really good movie about a dog, a cop dog, um, with Bill. I think it, is it Bill Belushi? Belushi, Canine? Um, oh no, let
3: me check. Yeah, I don't
1: when know I was a kid, on. I mean, it, it's an older movie. It was a dog. movie. I think it's called Canine or something. Somebody will know. I want is it Bill Belushi the guy, the actor? Is somebody in it's the chat? Canine movie. I think it, it's about a Canine. I thought it was called canine or just... If you type in Bill Belushi K-9. Oh, yes, yes, you're right. James Belushi. James Belushi. Okay. You get on the word. The hell I'm to Bill Belushi. Jesus. James Belushi. <laughs> like, I'm just making up names for this. James Belushi and but K- K-9 is the name of the movie, right? Yes. Yeah. K9 is the name of the movie. Hell of a yes, movie. Absolutely. If you ever if you ever haven't watched it, hell of a movie. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. It was made in ni- the year I was born, 1989. Yeah, I was I was eight years old. Wow! Damn, time wow. flies. Release
2: date: April 28, nineteen eighty nine. It made seventy eight point two million dollars.
1: I wonder how much that cost. That's man. That that's that probably had to make that made that made some money then because that that probably didn't you. cost much to much to make. A hundred percent.
2: They definitely made money for sure. Um, but yeah, that's that. I gotta check it out. I, I never I never heard of this. Um, it's uh, it says. Uh, Belushi played, uh, b- uh, plays bad tempered San Diego police detective Michael Dooley, who has been tagged for execution by a major international drug dealer named Ken Lyman. Uh, to help, K9 Sergeant Brannigan uh, gives. Dooley, an unorthodox drug-sniffing police dog called Jerry Lee. Yep. The duo attempt to put Lyman behind bars, but Dooley quickly learns that Lee is a mischievous, smart aleck who works only when he
1: wants to. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> great movie about a man and a, and a canine. It's, it's a great... It, I, I I really, really like that growing up. I, we would, I would rent it multiple times from the theater. Uh, From the movie rental place, wherever we were. Blockbuster? Blockbuster or Video Time. There were a bunch of them here we used to go to. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah, there was like a video village. Video Time was really popular here. And then Blockbuster eventually took over.
2: Oh, got it. Got it. Uh, Did you ever see C Spot run?
1: Uh, I've heard, I feel like I've heard of that. I don't know if I, I'd have uh, to look. Our cat, where he's the postman.
2: Uh, he's a he's uh and then he takes care of the kid for a weekend because the mom has to the mom that he's dating has to go away, and uh, they have a
1: dog or whatever, and it's it's so funny. It's like one of my favorite. Like uh, I'll have to like, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, he does this. Yeah, uh, Anthony, uh, the guy who's like really famous now. Uh, Anthony, um. Between me and you, we're so bad with names. <laughs> but between us and the chat, we always will get it. We're doing a live show, though. It's hard to have, like, to be spot on on everything. No, you're right. You're right, 100%. I just
2: uh, – it's me, really. But um, Anthony uh, – he's, like, a big
1: uh, – Anthony Anderson – uh, okay. He lost like a ton of weight, and now he's like
2: a real famous actor uh, with NBC. Um, but he's in it, and he does this ET dance that I
1: I, I literally mastered it, and it's the funniest <laughs> dance ever. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you when we're done. But uh, hey, oh by yeah. the way, what didn't Val? What day did Val say he was gonna come on last Val week? Val said he was coming on yesterday, and I he did, did it again. What's the deal it, yeah. with Val? I don't know. I guess he... he I followed a, him back too on here. I'm hoping we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I you know what?
2: I would just love to have a conversation with him and just find out more about him, not about his wrestling, but about everything
1: about. You know what? Oh I mean? yeah. That no, definitely. He's humanity. an interesting individual. Yeah. yeah the uh is. but he did tell us before. He told me that he uh that he it's usually the weekend that he's more free. I think during the week he works. So oh, I think it's it. and it's unless he's just randomly off one day. So he's probably at the shop whenever he's joining in on YouTube would be my guess if that's cause he's not able to come on. It's easy to open a, you could have the show open and be looking at the chat and keep the sound down. Yeah. That's, you know, exactly. or, or kind of low, but he, you know, talking and stuff. I picture yeah. he's just at the shop and he just has, he's watching the Ryback show. Where sure. He's just, and he's just yeah, in the yeah, chat yeah. dropping. Hello, biological ladies, every 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I um they uh, I
2: saw this a trailer I happened to stumble upon this trailer uh they were supposed to make like 10 years ago this production company was supposed to make a Steve Blackman bales Bond show so they put this trailer together with Steve Blackman um, being a Bales bond and they followed him around. And I was thinking, like, how did this not get me?
1: Like, Steve Blackman is the man. Like, how yeah. did they not? They would have made a killing off that show if they did it. Like, I've got, got to meet him a few a times. He's always been very, very nice. He's a very nice guy. He's, like, one of the guys I would pick
2: with that, like, if I if there was a zombie apocalypse, like, to, to be with my army, like, he would be, like, my
1: first... He, he's, like, three. a legit... Know there's, I've heard stories, like, a legit, like, really, really tough guy, right? Yes. No, bro, he's, like,
2: all about it. Like, his karate and the UFC, like, that's all real. It's not It's not a shoot. Uh, it's not a work.
1: Uh, man, he was... I, I liked him a lot when I was a kid. Me, too. Me too, it's always crazy jump. how guys like that that have like how they don't push. Even though he had a great career with it, but like how not not a more dominant character. Even though he had a a very strong character, but he wasn't featured as much as some of the other guys, you know.
2: Yes, yes, I agree. But he was part of that Al
1: Snow. And, yeah, and, and, and they all did great. He, but I mean, that it, it, you just it make you wonder like, is the business always liked people like that that were? that were tougher, had a background with that. Like, that he looked, had an incredible physique on it yes. as well. Huge arms, jacked, great abs. And, like, I don't, you know. Yeah, he had the perfect body, you know. He like, looked like uh, a pro wrestler with that. And I don't know what the, like, where you, I don't, it's just crazy how, like, Haku, you always hear all the hurt stories on Haku with yes. it. And even though but he and he primarily, he had a great career, amazing, and he's respected by everybody. But, like, he even didn't have, the, like, the most dominant career. Like, you would think that you it would, that it'd be an easy role for him to play.
3: Yes, you know, a thousand percent. But
1: WCW had a bunch of guys like that where, like, they were in, the, but just everybody, and it's just, it's just the way things are. It's all that's where I just go. It's just physical acting at the end of the yeah, day. For sure. yes, but it's just yeah. like sometimes it's like characters why, and he played a t- his character, like, he never, his character was very serious, but it just never, they could have, they could have done even more if they wanted to. Yeah, for sure. And then you got guys like JBL that got beat up by Joey Styles. <laughs> I don't know. I that brother. I've never heard anybody. JBL was always so nice to me. I don't. No, and, I know, I know. But I. I don't. I, I just like. But he wasn't wrestling. He was a commentator when I was there with oh, it. Oh, I got you. And like, I I'd go. I, I'd ask him like stop questions occasionally. Like he was always really nice. Like, but what he would have to do on commentary, I always could tell when Vince was feeding him lines. He would got take it. shots sometimes, and I know it was coming directly from Vince. With it. it, he was Vince's Vince's mouthpiece for for when he was doing commentary. With it, yeah. they always he always picks one of the guys, and I always knew that. But he like when I would go talk to him, he was just like so nice and respectful, like never like would ever think like he just like. And I've I've been around him too. I told you, me and Daniel Pewter during Tough Enough had to take him back to his hotel when he was oh, that's right. yes. really yes. intoxicated. Yes. And if there was ever going to be a time we were two rookies not on the main roster, if there was ever a time for him to pick on somebody, it could have been us. Like in that, like, because we were in no position and he didn't, again, maybe, again, maybe it's just certain people that, you know, when you feel like, I'm also a 300-pound gorilla. So, like, realistically, (laughs) I do have to keep that in mind that maybe I'm not going to get people's worst behavior all the time. Exactly. you know, exactly. but if I was Joey Styles in the back, he may have maybe picked on me. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> and that's a real thing, too, unfortunately, is like, you know, um, like, they'll pick a
3: certain... I'm not saying that JBL is a bully. I don't know. But I'm just saying bullies in, in general, general, they yeah. pick a certain person because they
1: know that that person is not going to fight back. You yeah. Know? Um, no, definitely. They do, then <laughs> it's like... You did mess around, and you did find out. You, you pick know, on that dude. person, and they've been picked on their whole life, and they finally hit their limit. Oh my god, bro! They see red, and like and that, that's the it, people yeah. That, that Joey Styles just... moment—that could have been the Joey Styles. That could have been his moment. Like if that went down, to like <laughs> he—that was the moment of his life. He's yeah. been. It was just like yep. he was just that was the it was the last straw, and that was just yep. Yep. with it. Um, but but yeah, but How about this Aaron Rodgers thing, man? Like, bro, they—I just saw it came out. He fully torn ach- Achilles, right? Yep. Yep, they confirmed it, and uh you see it. I have a video my friend John sent me, seen and it. it's like, you see it pop. In, in his, his calf, leg. too. In his calf, you see it. Like, you literally see the skin, like, sh- like move. Through his you sock, come. you see it, like, pop. You like, see it, yes, yeah. yes. Like, that is crazy, and,
2: and uh he actually... I don't know if it's the same Achilles, but he tore his Achilles a couple of years back. So I
1: don't know if it's the same one or not. Wait, but... when did he tore his Achilles before? Yeah,
2: uh, I'm like
3: 90% positive. I, I,
1: Maybe I'm crazy, but... I don't remember I don't... him ever missing. That's I, I, why well, I was shocked. I, since he started, has he ever missed any significant amount of time? Yes, he. Uh, not significant, but he's missed a couple games. Yes. Well, well a couple he, games, but he's had. I mean, a really long career, though. Oh no, no, no! He's really, he's really durable. Right? Yeah, that's what he's I was really going to say. Durable. He's, he's not like you know, because Brady was really durable, but he had that one season he had the knee injury where he missed most of the season. I think somewhere. In the... Do you remember that season where um, um, our backup got signed to the Seahawks? His name was Matt. Um, Uh, ACL, by the way, if someone's saying Rodgers tore his ACL previously. Oh, he tore his ACL? Yeah. 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 He ended up up being out like almost all season.
2: And this guy, uh, the backup, I can't believe, um, I can't remember this, but his backup ended up having like a sick season. Like we we went to the playoffs and everything, and he had like a crazy year, and he ended up getting signed by the Seahawks um for like millions of dollars um
1: and he end up uh sucking like you know like yeah was terrible <laughs> but then man the jet like they everything like I all the hype and everything and like this was that entire franchise like the it was like Super Bowl like this was like a Super Bowl uh goal season like that was the goal like get not just like the you're bringing him in to try to win a Super Bowl like with yeah. that it was Matt Flynn, big guy. Okay, the guys yeah. Matt Flynn, yes. You know, I, I will say, though, with the Jets, though, like, dude, I, I got in because I was finishing my cardio and I got in I, at the game and I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? And, like, they kept putting shots at the crowd. I've never seen a more <laughs> depressed fan base for, like, the be- first quarter of the first season, of, of opening season of, of game one and, like, the score, like, nothing, it was just, like, everybody's hearts <laughs> were just done. Like, and throughout the game, even when they were, like, back in the game, like, everybody was just dead. Like, it was just, like, yep. then finally when they won at the end, like, and that, that was an amazing game of the defense. and But but Josh Allen played a horrible game, and, and they got lucky oh, with that. But they, yeah. uh, like, at the end of the day, though, they did win. So, like, and they, the Bills have very high expectations. The Bills have been a great team for a while now. So, like, that's a huge win regardless. But Zach Wilson, once again, I don't think he played great or anything so no he did uh and that catch by the kid uh did you see that one-handed grab uh he like hit it to himself and then like uh hit it again like while he was on the floor and then grabbed it did you see that one yeah 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 that was insane yep one one of the best catches i think i've ever seen honestly great catch yeah um because it hit his backhand like like it
2: was a bad throw and he like backhanded. He like slapped it, so that when he was falling, he could grab it. It was crazy. It was crazy. I, I couldn't believe it. But I, I, what do you think? You think he comes back after this? This is like, this is like a career-ending
1: injury. Well, it's problem. a tough injury. I know. It, so, in it's there are people their careers are done with it. It's all going to depend. Like, so one is hopefully that's why I said I hope he has a successful surgery and a speedy recovery. It's a long recovery process with Achilles from everything I know. And like, it's, you know, at his age and 39 going on 40 with it, I do. I think he can come back from it. Absolutely. Now it's a matter of like, is he going to take this as a sign? Like maybe it's time to wrap it up and just like, it's very possible. They were saying like, it's going to be like, it's kind of hard. Unless he comes right out and just says like, look, I'm going to make this easy for everybody in the jets. And like that way they can like look for the future. I'm this isn't going to work. You know, I'm not coming back or whatever. Or yeah. like they're gonna have to wait till the rehab process to see where his head's at, like because the rehab it's one of the most difficult, if not the most difficult, rehab to overcome. So you got to think, but like he's they were, you know, it's just it depends which way he goes. He he may get really motivated off of this and not want to go out this way, right? So yeah, he, that's what that's what I was. Th- that's what I he I, may go I like no, 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 because all the haters it. and everybody like, like he goes no, like I'm exactly. not, I'm not, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna. He, he could very well have. Three, four great seasons if he can come back from it, you know. So he, it
2: just shows you how the body works, big guy, because he was having calf
1: issues. Yeah, and you know when one part of your body has issues, it affects other parts of your body. Yeah. What people like, look at you and your shoulder, right? Like, did you have any other complications because of your shoulder? You had to have it, right? Uh, just I mean, well, the, all the scar tissue that built up for my body trying to protect itself. So. Yeah. Like yeah, my sure. my so my tricep, my tricep atrophied. Um, I had to like, that's where I've had to break up a lot of scar tissue in my tricep that connects into the shoulder joint. Got it. That like, like, just like that, like how it's spread like how it affects not just the injured part of your body, but But that's why I'm trying to get right. Because that's the kind of thing where like you could, if my shoulder, you're not functioning properly, something else can go Yes. with that. And that's where, you know, so it's just, it's just the body's a complex thing with that, but it's. He strained that calf early in training camp and he probably just, you know, they treated it, but he, he still did the training camp and he's still putting all the weight on it probably and practicing. He's not, he's not because he has you got to get the timing with your players. So all that time, even though he might feel like he's okay, to another thing, which a lot of people do, this is what happened with me in wrestling, they give you cortisone or something to mask the pain. Yes. And yes, this is something yes. that, or they give you some sort of pain pill or Toradol, and that's the problem with that so that stuff covers your pain so you think you're okay so if he was not if he wasn't taking that stuff and I don't know for sure if he wasn't but if he wasn't he would feel where he had pain and he wouldn't be able to, to probably train or practice as hard or like normal but if they give you that stuff you could literally go through like everything's okay and what you're doing is and he's putting stress on his achilles or the different parts of his body other areas and that could be or it could just be he had that and he healed in just a freak accident. Also, yeah, but, yeah, he but, barely got touched. He barely, yeah. got yeah. But you, you see, know? if they did a slow mo, you see where his thing gets stretched. Where, yes, you see that because the foot is on the ground. Yeah, you know, and that's and where it, it just move. takes the perfect. Because if your foot like gets stuck in place on that, and it yes. should, it just needed to slide, and everything would have been all right. But it got stuck in the ground on that turf, and then it just it then it fully stretched that Achilles out and just popped it off. Which I have it? to say, as an athlete, big guy, I've always hated turf. I've always hated turf. Really? I've always hated turf. If it's a hundred degrees, the turf burns you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stays hot. Those black balls that that are in the turf—they always get in your shoes and on your body. Yeah. Um, I I hate. I I played soccer on turf for a long time,
2: and uh, soccer was the only sport I found it okay for um but
1: baseball i hate it on turf yeah the the ground balls come flying at you like oh yeah it's just not natural it's not yeah it's a different i know exactly what you're talking about on that i actually got to play i had for me in our high school football i had my al bundy poke high moment uh against bishop (laughs) gorman high school uh with the western warriors i scored four touchdowns in one game uh, wow. Three is a half run the running back the starting halfback and then won a fumble recovery and ran it in for for a score. So wow, I was that's a, freaking awesome. yeah against Bishop Gorman High School at the old UNLV Sam Boyd Stadium. Four touchdowns in one game. I peaked. It was my I think that was my sophomore junior season. I think it was junior wow. year. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's amazing, that bro. was that. Yeah, it's my, it put me at the Hall of Fame. That was good. <laughs>
2: Like I was watching like the the highlights of you and like I was like wow he moves fast for a big dude like you're not just
1: big like you're oh thank you no I've been an athlete my my whole life but my ankle injury greatly impacted things and when I when I broke my ankle in WWE and the nerve damage I still can run really fast though and if my balance like my balance like I used to be able to stand on the top ropes and squat on the ropes and like walk on them and like now that yeah my first deep south wrestle I'm telling you like I, but after that ankle injury, like I used to do springboard stuff. And like, then after that, I just stopped. I'm like, it's not worth it. Like,
3: yes, yes. Once you injure something, I.
1: I'm Cause my balance ain't right on it. Mind. I don't have the full right. balance back. So my foot wobbles on the ropes, like on my left yeah. foot. It's like, yeah. it's a weird thing. Cause I have that nerve damage still, but I I'm fully functional pretty much. I know like, I don't do. Like when I do my splash off the top rope, I, uh, I keep my left foot. I keep my right foot on the springy part. And then. I I move my leg, keep my left foot on the back where it's like on a bar, and then I, I I shift it last second so that I don't have to try to balance myself too long on there because my left foot might wobble a little. Um, so I see.
3: So does it give or something?
1: I just like found that, ways yeah. around it, like on where and it's like yeah, but yeah, it,
3: that's awesome, big guy. That's but, uh, but it, it's a hell
1: of a blow though for the Jets though. They were saying on yeah, other shows they're gonna reach out to Tom Brady and like just yeah, somebody tagged us in. Uh... Uh, in
2: a post right now, I just saw it. Uh, the big uh, actually did it. Uh, and uh, it said that Kaepernick
3: has reached out to the Jets, it says, um, to, I guess. To, Why has it,
1: that hasn't that guy hasn't been he has, is he like blackballed from the league? Uh, yeah. So I guess uh, after all,
2: he wasn't black, he, he was for us a little bit, uh, but then. They brought him in, and uh, he tried out for a bunch of teams. And I guess
1: it—you know—he just didn't fit the team's uh, play. I wonder if he was, because he was out for many years here, kind or out for a significant amount of time. Well, yeah, yeah. where he like hasn't like because you know if you're gone for too long in that, if he hasn't been staying sharp, maybe he's not the same as he was. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't really know like his case now, but I know that. Uh, Like teams Didn't sign him because of the Black Lives Matter Stuff it wasn't because of that Uh, It was because of his play Like he actually Like he had like a couple great seasons And then He just went downhill uh, throwing a lot of Interceptions and uh, You know he doesn't fit a lot of uh, Teams uh, Plans you know like Because he's mostly a run first quarterback Um, So Man, it's just amazing. Like, I read somewhere, now there's
1: 14 starting black quarterbacks in the league. I think that's amazing. Oh, yeah, absolutely, know? yeah. Um,
2: But people don't give Warren Moon the credit.
1: He was the first black Bro, quarterback. Bro, I loved I Warren Moon. I loved yeah. Warren Moon. Randall Cunningham was from UNLV Randall here in Vegas. Cunningham, Ma- yes, yes. He's the only player from UNLV history, I think, to make it in the NFL. <laughs> and have, like, a, like, others have made it, but nobody ever known. Like he, oh, he's, he went to UNLV? Yeah, he, yeah. Wow. He's he's the most famous UNLV Rebel running Rebel uh, football player that had a successful NFL career.
2: That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, That's pretty cool. I would rock if I was from Vegas. I would get that old school Randall Cunningham jersey. Those, I, I even though I hate the Vikings, I do like
1: some of the purple jerseys. I had the are. Philly. I had the the Philadelphia Eagles starter jacket. That was I told oh, you. Oh yes. I had that. That I had that starters jacket. A lot of people went with the Hornets or the different ones, or the I, I yes. went. With, I, the Philadelphia Eagles it was a green and black with a little white it was it was a sweet starter I know exactly jacket Exactly what you're talking I know I can picture it in my head right now Oh I had that that thing was remember perfect they used to have the pouch in the front Oh, uh, I love the pouch the nice little hand pockets in the front yes, too Yes Did they have did the hand pockets have like a little bit of a of the warm lining in there the lining that did. that did, yeah. kept your hands well, a little warmer in the did. cold it was, so it yeah. wasn't just the the cloth lining Yeah I, as an athlete I when we played in cold games, I always kept my hands at my nuts. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was my trick. You know what I mean? It could be like negative five and your nuts will be warm. <laughs> yeah, that's, bro, I've been in some cold weather before, man. Canada, Me I think too. Canada yeah. I've been in where it was minus, neg- it was negative. I think it was just under negative, whatever, zero. It was like, it was it was the coldest I've ever, and I was all covered up, though. I was fine, but I go, man, this is insane. We were there for a show. It was yep. like, get what part, like, it was always crazy driving through Canada. It's a different type of cold, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like nothing you've ever felt. It's just yeah. great. When you're on the road full time, you can go in like Vegas, the weather's always pretty damn good. So like, I would go from being home, like, even though I'm not home a lot, but I'd be like nice weather at home. And then you're like going to like, just traveling the, the, the world essentially to like weather that could just, that, that varies so greatly with it. Yep. But like, I remember just going from here to like Canada and just like it. You gotta remember to like. Well, you gotta you gotta dress for where you're going, not where you're at. A hundred on that. Like yeah. there've been times, and a couple times, I forgot a couple things where it was like I was like, oh damn. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to Walmart or something. Yeah. I, I had that. I actually had to do that once. I lost something happened. I had to go to Walmart and grab a couple t shirts, and I remember I still have them. I, I got two super Spider Man and and another like just t- <laughs> like tight fit shirt. I think I needed yeah. something just to go out the night after the show. And it was like so I, I found like a tight fitting Spider-Man shirt that could you could wear with a pair of jeans. And that like I was like, oh, this works, because that was the only place right by the arena. And I like I I, I made it work. Nobody said anything negative about it. So <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna say? Hey, you look muscular. Look, in that look at that face big meathead and that spy look at that Spider-Man mark. I think you should have seen Linda from uh, XX and, and give her the sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why she's not answering you, big guy. I think she, I think she knows that she. I'm just going to start posting the- shirtless photos and tagging <laughs> Linda in them. And seeing if I can get Linda's attention. Honestly, maybe we can do it together. Maybe. <laughs> hey, we're going to have to start to just find anything to get her attention. I just need that meeting. If it means I've got a her, I'll do whatever I got to do to get this social media fixed. Whatever, whatever it takes. I'll take, uh, hell, I'll date Elon if that's what it takes at this point. I'll date Elon for a few months if I've got it to get this work to work. Just fix my account, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, big guy, do you want me to leave or you want to take a couple calls? I'll I'll take it. Let's take a call here with you on, Shawnee, if you want, unless you have something to do. No, I'm good. I'm good. Let's, uh, we'll get the end to Lauren. He he had a question for you yesterday, I know. He, he, He missed. Hello, hello. Hey, what's up? Right back. How you doing, big man? Doing well, thank you. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. What's up, the big saucy?
3: What's up, kid? (laughs) Hey, hey, was that true, man? You put powder on
1: your nuts? Absolutely. I put powder on my nuts every day. (laughs) Oh, every every day? (laughs) Every day, man. Oh, I thought it was just on special occasions. Only time, yeah, I, like time those, in my nuts it, is when I
2: know I'm gonna work. be in sexual relations with my wife. That's the only
1: time I don't do it. What <laughs> so let me do you just take the I've never, never had to ever do that. The you, you just put the powder in your hands or how does it work? You put it down your Yeah,
3: so so I, I uh, so after I get out this shower Um,
1: I, 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 and it's, it's not just regular baby powder. I get the lavender scented baby Ah, powder. Okay. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. So so I get out the shower. I dry myself off. I put my
2: legs on uh, one leg on the the toilet bowl seat when it's closed. And I take (laughs) a a handful of lavender
1: powder and I just start patting around my balls and my cooch. (laughs) Do, Do you have powder like all over your bathroom? If I were to do that, I'd have powder everywhere. No, because I keep the towel down. Oh so the towel bowl. gets the remain the, the, the residue and then Yes. And then I throw the towel in the in the, in the washer. You, you know? have to do like a little shimmy shimmy shake shake to make sure any other powder falls off too before or what? I, I keep the bowl <laughs> shaking the whole time. This is because if you don't shake them, there's some crevices that you're gonna miss. That's what yeah. So that kind of distributes the powder evenly across the ball sack. Yeah, they just keep swinging
3: left to right, left to right, up and down. <laughs> <laughs> now, now Shawnee, Shawnee, be honest. Be honest. Uh, be honest, Shawnee. I'm always honest.
0: Go ahead. That, that bathing suit picture, did, yes. did you have powder on then? Uh, I actually
2: did it. That, cause that was. Uh, that was actually a quick. Um, I ran there because uh, when I did that picture, it was the day of, and I and I wasn't even planning to take that picture. But when Matt posted him in, in uh, himself in the speedo, I was like, "Oh my god! If I recreate this picture, it's gonna go viral." And I uh, I needed a photographer, and my friend's wife was only <laughs> off for that day, so
3: I had to <laughs> drive forty five minutes. Oh my god. And wow. pick up a
2: speedo that was three X, <laughs> which is hard <laughs> to find. And I ran, and I took the picture, and uh, and that's it. And it was when it, it went history. And actually, when Zach shared it at first, Big Guy shared it way before he even knew me.
1: That was our. That was the beginning of our of our friendship. No, <laughs>
3: that was even
1: before Big Guy. No, before we even knew it. Though that was the first. The yeah, first. Yeah, that, yeah, that was the first. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't start listening to the show for like almost a year after. Yeah, so that was last year. Wow. So yeah, yeah. I was going to ask yeah. you where the hell you found a speedo, like just randomly, <laughs> not not even like a big, just like they don't just sell those. I don't like, I don't even know where. Like, if I was like, oh, I want to go get a Speedo, I wouldn't even know where to go in Vegas right now. Yeah, there was, like, a, there's like a men's store over here that I got it from. I would just order it on Amazon, but you needed it that day, right? I needed it that day.
3: I did. I ended up ordering a second one from
1: there. <laughs> my ass crack was hanging out the whole time. So, if you see the back of the picture, you would think I was a plumber. <laughs> I, I actually now think if you were with me, we have the, the cutoff shirt with the Speedo it's with yeah. the, with the, with that exact speedo is what you would wear to the ring with a speedo with, with a pair of with a the, the, the cutoff shirt with the stains and the sausage on it the the speedo and a pair of lugs boots uh, <laughs> hey, Johnny, you're to some mark and let them sniff it <laughs> <laughs> that's why you have you can sell those after keep them comes with a baby oh, p- lavender baby powder scent
0: yeah, I got yeah. <laughs> what happened i Sorry, bro. No, you're good. You're the, you're a walking meme, dude. I swear to God. Thanks, man. I, I, I think I'm more than that, but I appreciate the, the, the No, no, you're definitely more than that, but that's one of the biggest things.
1: What is wa- a walking meme? Does that mean like you're just, you just you create a lot of funny moments essentially? Yeah, absolutely. It means basically everything you do,
0: you can make a joke off of it that'll that Oh
3: know, yeah, 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 yeah. Most <laughs>
1: things, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, Some people like, try to tell me that, like, with my chip video, as an insult. Like, they go, "Oh, bros a meme and doesn't even know it or bros a meme." Bro, yeah, like they do, like, and I and I'm just like, like I I don't know how. To, I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't like. <laughs> they go, everybody is, if you're famous is a meme. Like, it, like it's not. <laughs> it's people gonna make content of you. If people know who you are, regardless. But like,
3: yeah, yep, yep, it's right. true. Um.
1: Now, but uh, yeah, do you have a question, uh, Endalorian? Yesterday, that you yeah. wanted, yeah, I did have a question
0: for you, um, Shawnee. So, okay, what is your favorite submission move? Not those kind, <laughs> wrestling kind. Um, <laughs> uh, my favorite submission
2: move would have to be, um, the crippler crossface. that was my favorite. I know, obviously. Really? Uh, yeah, I know obviously, you know,
1: what happened with Benoit, but um I I loved Benoit as a wrestler. This isn't and WWE. Uh, we don't have to say we could just you could just like we could just like Benoit on here. We yeah, don't have to yeah, we, yeah, he had, yeah. he was a hell of a wrestler. Like I I, I could just, oh, just yeah. like I'm not gonna praise any but like he can he was a hell of a he was one of my favorites. He was so a hell of a wrestler, yeah. man. Yeah. The crippler crossface was
3: like, you knew once it was in and he made it
2: look so real. And like the way he would put the arm in between the legs and like, like, I, I remember thinking like, oh, my God, that's one move I never, ever would want to take.
1: And that's why I loved it so much. So that is my favorite. Yeah, um, most great. people would probably yeah. pick like, you know, Brett, the
2: sharpshooter and things like that. But yeah, that's uh, or like, even the
0: Walter Jericho. I love. Um, yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah, they, oh, I used to put my sister like, in that all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, you yeah, like, <laughs> know, I would always like, uh, I was always like, when
2: we were wrestling with my friends, I'd be like, I'm putting you in the walls of Jericho because that was like the cool thing, you know, <laughs> Y2J, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a but what great about,
4: question. What, what about you, big guy? You got a favorite
1: submission move that you. Uh... The Gorilla Clutch, which is the one I, I will use. Rhea Ripley does it also now. Somebody gave it to her. Oh, yeah. But I did it on the Indies for a bit. It's that, that reverse leg hold really Rhea does so it I don't know what Rhea yeah. does she call it riptide I don't know if there's that or that finisher no that's her finisher I don't know what she calls it I the, think they call it isn't it like it's something like the triangle hold or something yeah like, but yeah, it's like essentially that. it's the same move that's the gorilla clutch that I love yeah, that submission I, I, know what, I know what move you're talking about though but yeah if you're you know like when but watching, watching the, I, I love the sharpshooter I honestly sting and, and Bret Hart sharpshooter I loved. I always loved the figure four. I used to put that on my friends all the time when we were fighting. Figure four is a good one. And yeah. then we like yeah. they would try to if you reverse it, and get them over. Like they if we would like they would I'd let them put it on me, then I would reverse it because I was stronger than them, and I'd put oh, the yeah. pressure back on them. I was like, ha ha, I tricked you. No. It was. Yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, now my favorite, I always used to do this on my friends. And I, at first, because it was mankind's move, um, the mandible claw, dude. And people oh, thought I was nasty a one. for sticking my hands down their freaking <laughs> their throats. And I was like, I was like, when I did it, I was like, take it, take it like a man. <laughs> do you know Bray <laughs> actually
1: called Mick and asked permission to use that Oh, I did. Yeah, I know. Because yeah. he's that's, that's what, what good people now. do. Exactly. A lot of people just yeah, exactly. take moves on the roster and do them and like if people yeah. are still there, like that just, just shows you what kind of person he is. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And some people were
0: some people were asking Mick, dude, like, are you sure you're okay with this? And he said, I'm he said, and I quote, I'm absolutely honored to have Bray do that. And yeah, yeah I mean it was yeah. awesome. It's I a he brought it back in style, dude. Like I was like, I cause I never actually got to watch Mankind. I'm only 21, dude. I never even got to watch Mankind once wow. or any persona of um, Mick Foley. But I've watched clips and stuff, and I'm like, that's
3: kind of nasty, though. You know, the homie just put a sock down his throat. Yeah, <laughs> but, you
1: yeah, yeah. know where yeah, that right. thing is, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah no, good deal. <laughs> Brother, thank you, as always. We're going to take another caller here. and. Yeah, uh, Absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys having me on the show. Um, much love, man. Hey, Thanks, uh, Delorean. See you later, big sausage. Later, my brother. Take care, yes, buddy. Sir. Thank take you. Care. Good deal. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want to take one more, Shawnee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Let's do it. I think we've got a new caller here, J G. Oh, J G. That's uh that's J George. He's uh he's one of the independent wrestlers that wrestles uh for Cap, uh with Brian Myers. Oh, good deal. Hello, hello, yeah, welcome a, to the Ryback the Show. Man. JG, you just got to hit that the speaker button on the bottom left, the mic. You, there we go. Wait, what? What's going on
3: here? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. I didn't, did I, I? I was just listening, man.
1: I was just, oh, you didn't did want to be on the show? I'm sport. I, 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 I'll, I'll hop on for a second. What's going on, guys? <laughs> you doing, <laughs> just, are you smoking right now? <laughs>
3: sorry, did you get me sorry, did you, did you just throw me under the bus here, brother what's
1: going no, on I didn't throw you, you had to bus you bus must have hit the request to speak tonight. button because i can't it showed that you had requested to come on the show Holy cow <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is a movie written and
3: directed by Jay george <laughs> That's right, baby.
1: well i don't want to i don't want to put you on the spot or anything i won't keep you on george just let you keep listening i don't want to don't want to, if you don't have any questions or anything.
3: No, I mean, you know, just
4: uh, I always enjoy, always love hearing you and uh, Shawnee interact. And uh, I was you. actually, I'm, I'm working on a vlog from the last live show we did at the Major Pod and Shawnee's all over all over it.
1: Good deal. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait, JJ. All right, brother. Thank you very much. Have I a great no
2: day, brother. Hey, no doubt. You guys have a good week. Later, man. You too.
1: Is that Jay George in his, his image too on the on his page? Yes, yes. His gimmick is awesome. It's he's like a
2: director, um, and he makes like. Uh these movies and like he does like the J. george open challenge and uh and it's awesome like he has like ran- random people will come out and wrestle him at the shows and uh he does like filmography so like he'll
1: have a whole film leading up to the, the match and uh, ah, it's really all aw- he's very very good man i can't wait deal. until yeah i can't wait until uh uh he you know he's on the indies but uh i can't wait until people see more people more see exposure absolutely that's where everyone's exactly. where you start yeah that's how it happens 100 yep.
3: percent. let me
1: get we got jason h a new caller here get jason on the show jason welcome to the ryback show just got to hit that mic on the bottom left jason take a look at his account uh he just joined this looks like <laughs> jason huber jason this jason. is probably the stalker and he's desperately wants to come on and he doesn't now he's like on and he's <laughs> trembling and he's deciding what color rig to throw on before he before he he's like he's trying to get the sound clip ready to come on Yo, what up? What up? oh are hey. you a real person yeah
4: it's me man i've been
1: on before oh, okay yeah, I couldn't. I can could never know. You did look. Oh, man, I'm, I'm driving, bro. Sorry. I thought the mic was on. I don't know. Oh no! Right? Hey, you I never know I'm with on, the guys. stalker? He, he's. I thought he was trying to decide what color wig to put on to before he came on yeah. <laughs> No, no.
4: It's, the it's, mic just clicks off when I when you hit me on or something. I don't know. That's weird. What's up, Jay? What's going on, man? What's going on, guys? Um, yeah, man.
3: So um, we didn't really
4: talk. Y'all talked about who's the next one to step up behind behind Roman. And uh dude, what's up, dude Gunther? He's obviously the, the, the clear one, man. He's undefeated. No one's beating him. Roman's undefeated. You know that's gonna come down to a undefeated. Who's gonna win? You know, type shit.
1: Yeah, I think Gunther. Obviously, I think there's a lot still to character development that needs to take place. The undefeated thing is is not that that you know you got to survive the test of what what do you do with him once he's defeated in which he then so now what needs to happen is he's going to have to start having character development in different layers to his personality which is yet to be done. He's played a very one-dimensional character to this point with that and done it exceptionally well, right? With it. So there's a lot to a lot that has to go on before he could become a complete superstar in that. He's he's doing absolutely fantastic though. I did just all depends on what they on on from a character standpoint and what they have in mind with everything. I love him with the Imperium with that. I think him and Roman is a great showdown if they ever did decide to do it. I think there's other things going on though. So I, I don't know. Like they 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 may have somebody defeat him. You know, I, I still think you could do something where somebody, you know, they, they can do like a, this is an ultimate warrior. not Like with Honky Tonk Man, you know, catching him off guard sort of thing. And you could still have him come back and be in the main event and, and start yeah. his main event push. I don't know though. With it, or just have him have a—he can drop drop the title to Gable eventually, and then be involved and I get ready to go true. to a program. I think that but I
3: think
1: that a Gable, I think there's a real opportunity to do something with if they wanted to. So.
3: Not what about though? Cody though. What Not about Cody enrollment?
4: Like, what yeah, but the bad? way they built up Cody is that, the way they built up Gunther is to, like he's unstoppable. Like, yeah, look at how he true. comes out to the ring. I yes, mean, he he's comes awesome. out like, he's like, awesome. come on, like, it's like, how
1: does he, he come out, out to, to the, the ring? Like. This dude's a badass. His chops,
4: he, like, his, you know, like, like, the way he comes up to the ring, he just, his demeanor, man, yeah. just his music, everything.
1: The, the music is very fitting. It's very, uh, they've got a good vibe to them with that.
4: Absolutely, man. But you're right, I think that's better than, he's- I haven't been it to, like, Gable. I don't, I like Gable, I just don't think, I don't know, I just, the way they approach it, I just don't, I don't know. I don't like that I direction. See, I see what the that world. guy's saying with his character. Like, there's not really much yeah. there, right? Like, like you know, like... There's well, he's a, he's, like- a, he's a great bad guy. Like, he's perfect. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's got so, that badass role. But
1: that, th- those do. roles are, are not... You got to be very... You got to have very various layers to you, though, to be more of... I'm talking like... If we're talking like you're saying the next Roman Ranger, that to be like... You're looking for oh, no. a certain type of of character overall that can take time and development
4: I don't, think, I don't think they're gonna i don't think what they're gonna do when roman loses is do another roman thing you know what i'm saying another three-year thing oh no this
1: is a loses, this is not gonna be done for a very long time again no,
4: but what i'm saying is when he loses they're not gonna do another three-year run with another wrestler oh
1: know probably no no you know no but saying? they will like, have they, they do like to typically have a guy that they keep in their top baby face spot right you know if la Knight, if if he get, keep, can keep stay hot and keep going <clears throat> i could see him being the face if they truly if they, a lot of things need to go right for that to happen if he signs yeah. a new deal they could use him you know for the next 3 4 5 years in that spot if they wanted to and again it, a lot the lot would have to go on cody's obviously in that discussion if they if they want that like cody's ready cody has the experience cody can handle that if they wanted so it's just there. There's there's various directions they can go. Seth, we have to see what's going to be going on with his back and his his injuries, where he's at physically. But they're going to have. They, there's a lot of guys that are. They've lost guys, and you know, obviously the Bray. You know, the, the untimely passing of that. You know, the the reality of the situation. He, his brand is gone, right? Sure. R- Randy, we don't know. Orton, we don't know what what the what the future holds with him yet. With everything and everybody else, Roman, you know. These guys are towards the end the later half of their career now right. with that like is it, they all had an amazing hell of a run McIntyre Sheamus, these are guys that aren't going to be around forever with that with yeah. they've already had a hell of a run so it they could still be around for a good period of time but it's I don't know what you know it's going to be interesting to see if they get braun Breaker on the ropes. roster eventually and get him up and running. I think that's something that we're going to be seeing at some point in time.
3: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, so, man,
1: he's young, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I don't. But other than that, man, I, they they do have a real like as far as that th- they definitely have to be aware of like everybody's age. Finn Balor's up there, you know. Edge is is probably going to AEW. It's yeah. there's going to be more guys that go to AEW too in this, and that's. I think the fact that guys aren't re-signing contracts right away, which is before guys we like when we were there, you'd usually if they wanted you to re-sign a contract, you would right away because you know you you don't want them to mess you don't want to start having them bury you with it now what we're seeing is guys are kind of holding out now and i think because they know they go wait we can go somewhere else in a better environment and make more money possibly and like so wwe now has to if now it's one guy and they punish him but if everybody's doing it they've got to handle the situation better which makes me happy to see that that more people are kind of holding off on re-signing deals right away so
4: let, me, let me ask you something. So do you think Tony Khan was a little overboard when he said about CM Punk's comments about that backstage incident recently about he feared for his life in all the years that he's been in wrestling? He feared for his life. Don't you think as a promoter that you would be used to that type of like atmosphere? You know what He I'm hasn't saying? been like, a
1: promoter all his life. He's only been a promoter for a few years. Yeah. but you also though we not right, one of around us around so his entire life. but none of us were there first of all so we don't know what happened with him and they they had they yeah, had private conversations you fear
3: for your life is a little extreme I no it's
1: not know, not if you're dealing with somebody that's completely unhinged and lost their mind that like yeah, if you, have you ever had a grown man with mma training screaming and yelling at you that he and probably saying some pretty bad things tony you know, and tony's like, not a fighter with that. Tony's not an athlete. He's never been an athlete with that. But also just from another standpoint, from a legal standpoint, that was probably the smartest thing. He was probably advised to do that. I was just going to say that. You know,
4: guy. Okay, yeah. maybe that, but maybe not him doing it though. The way he came on camera, I just think he's the way he approached it. Is I think if you look at the views off, off that program, he lost so many viewers. After that, after that collision, up you might as well call it. You might as well call it
1: rampage. I think they said you know? they lost ninety thousand, and that was though. But that was the the Eric Bischoff talked about that as well. There's other factors in the lead into what came in before the show. Viewers turn out after that first segment. Typically, there are there are some things that happen normally with that that first segment from people that continued watching from the prior show with all of that that goes in. But I mean, it's not not our company, not my business on that. I think though, no. if he was advised to go do that. A lot of people, though, get, you get mad if, if people aren't transparent and don't get information. But you've got a guy who's being transparent and giving you guys information directly with it. Like, I mean, I don't I don't see what the problem is.
3: Yeah, but I just people would have, have said it, differently. it
1: under how, But how would you want, it, would want him to say it differently?
3: To say that you know, under
4: these circumstances, you know there was a terrible incident. In the don't
1: get down to detail. But like, what about know. if he really did fear for his life, though, and he's just being honest? Don't don't approach that with the fans, though, because I be, look what happened. I he mean, doesn't, but he's being, up, but he's being honest with you. This is the deal. A lot of you guys can't handle the truth, so it's like when people tell you the truth, you get mad, and then years later, then you you're like, oh man, he was being straight with us. Do you want people to lie and be dishonest, or do you want them to be shooting straight from the hip? Shoot from the hip? No,
4: I just. I
2: just think the approach should have been just a little bit. Different. How many fights do you think Tony's been in in his life? How many? How many times? None.
3: Yeah, probably. No, I'm, I'm, totally, I'm just saying. How you know, many times
1: I think, think that what you're doing. I feel like you listen Tony's to other people you know? that are just whining about it, and then you you kind of regurgitating it. Right. No. I, right. No. But this is like straight up, that's what you read. Somebody and they put that that because they don't like AEW or Tony, so they they kind of shit on it, and then you like fans then regurgitate that same thing they heard, like. We don't know what happened between him and Punk. He was a huge fan of Punks. Nothing was yep. probably harder on that guy than having to fire him. Somebody that he, he's a, he's a fan of the business. Yeah. With it, all I know is is the guy is is he's a fan of wrestling. He loves wrestling, and he's trying to give wrestlers a better work environment than the alternative. With that, right? So, like in my opinion, why are we hating on that? Because we know what the other person has no, done and what they're I'm doing. Just, I'm but, just
4: trying to think of like. Do, do you think that this could have been per, like prevented before this? Because this happened not too long ago, right? Then there was an incident before this. When he got suspended or something, right? Like, don't you think that? Did, did, I mean, as me, I would have went at him personally and just grabbed him by the, you know, shirt. And be like, you know, this happens, fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you
3: got
1: to... So you wanted Tony to go up to Punk and grab him by the shirt and cuss at him? Have more,
3: not be more friends with them. You know what I'm saying? Kind of be more. We don't. But how do
1: you know that? You all you're going by is what you're listening to from Dirt Sheets who are routinely wrong and just trying to create drama and controversy for the men and women who love this and do this. We don't because know. I, I think I know what he means,
3: though. Like I, I,
1: He's not. I don't think he's hanging around like you guys think. I think the guy's running businesses, multiple businesses. I think you guys think he's like out partying with these guys, which, by the way, Vince used to party with all the talent all the time back early in the day and hang out with them more. We don't know. Tony, I have not heard anything about Tony – like hanging out and partying with people all the time. I know they've had certain functions where he's there with the talent and whatnot. I know the only thing you could say he has the, the EVPs with the Young Bucks in Omega that are wrestlers. That is debatable if that is a good move to continue to keep wrestlers in office positions. That, I think, is something that, that whether it's one or the other, I think could be beneficial overall making a decision on that from, from that standpoint. Now that the company's not new anymore, I do think that that is something that could maybe be adjusted over time. With that, But I don't think he's like, I don't think he's like just this buddy buddy guy with everybody like a lot of people think, like as far as I think he's a businessman still, but I, I don't I think a lot of things the dirt sheets just create a lot of controversy and create things problems so that you fans then like get the drama going, and then turn something into turn something that's not really there into into something. You know what I mean. Like you I don't, don't you you're not really know, there though. So got, all you're going by is what you what you're hearing from these people, and these sources are their whole job is they have chosen to create drama and controversy on the thing they weren't good enough to go and do. Right. And that's the truth I, of it. I'm trying, I try to get I this across. Yeah. But like, I, I'm not saying like it's just you're, you're not there though. So like you're choosing to to have these strong feelings on something you really don't know about. Rather than just choosing like me, I just choose to look at it in a good way. He handled his business and he's moving forward rather than like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. Because like, all you're doing is taking something that doesn't impact your life at all and causing you to be frustrated in your real life. And you're not even okay, there no, and involved not, in it. I, no, I was just
3: talking about it. I'm not, I'm,
1: I'm yeah, not, no, but, I, but I'm saying these people that do this, like these thoughts aren't just your thoughts. These are things that you have had put in your head by dirt sheet people, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so,
4: so has let me ask you. So, has anything like that, like, cons- like all the, like, consistently all the time, consistently, has that happened in WWE where there was always feuds and a back fight?
1: Oh, like, stuff happens know? all the time. Oh, People my. have disagreement. You're talking about it. it so, first no, of I mean, all, like more than disagree like a fist, like what happened there, like a huge altercations like- and things happen, but stuff doesn't. Like, there's always stuff that's going on. Not saying like that, that to that degree or whatnot, but like. Like me and Punk, I've had many things with him, were things and I said some pretty harsh things to that guy with him because it in right. like in and, and shut him down with it that never got out with that, with it and stuff. Right. But people, there's somebody there. The biggest concern I think is somebody in that company is leaking stuff out. That is yeah. probably the biggest red flag yeah. of the whole thing. That and like, uh, in, in, the, and I suspect it could be multiple people. But that, the point is, the point is, he did get fired, and you just said also
4: that it never got to that degree in WWE, which means there was more.
1: But it, was it very well could have with other guys. I can't be everywhere at all times. No, either. just in your experience. Just in your experience. Yeah, you know? but I'm just saying, like that. We, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened directly on this one because I wasn't there, and yeah, I haven't. Did get fired. So obviously, something happened. Yeah, no, clearly something happened with it the, but causing problems. But I can tell you he caused a lot of problems in WWE as well. Yeah, I've seen him, I've seen him do things and treat people in horrible ways with it. So right. I just think that I again Tony was a fan of his and brought him in for a reason. The guy does move merch, though he is talented. There's no denying that, like with it, but with him comes a lot of baggage, yeah. Right with it. And I just I think, think that Tony finally realized and was advised this guy, it, is it, it's not worth. Disrupting the locker room any more than it has, and I told I put the video out on TikTok. Jungle Boy is, as far as we know, Jungle Boy, who's been a pillar of AEW from the beginning. He was involved in no incidents that we know of up up until this point, right? And then all of a sudden, Punk, who Punk was with prior and had had did a thing on TV with, and all of a sudden he he's Punk's number one worst enemy with that. I've seen that's how punk is. He'll just turn on people like that, like in a heartbeat with whatever, for whatever reason. And all these things start getting on online and whatnot. But Jungle Boy, I've met him at WrestleCon. He was very kind and very respectful. He didn't. He, he seemed very soft-spoken. He didn't seem like a guy that would be, be like a shit disturber a problem, you know, a guy that's causing problems with it. So I found it very, I just know how punk is and he he just gets really weird over certain things. With it, I just think right. they did the best thing that they could and get rid of them. And I think from a legal standpoint, I think Tony, whether it happened and he was being honest or he was advised to just go out there or he wanted to be the one to go and communicate it, being in Chicago, he was a man. He goes, you know what? I made this decision. I'm not because I could promise you if if he had somebody else go out and say what he said, you guys would be then complaining that he wasn't man enough to come and tell you guys in person. I promise you that would have been your question to me. Because the dirt sheet people would have just went with that drama instead. This is what they do. But he just decided he goes, I'm gonna go out and face the music and I'm gonna tell you guys straight up what happened. And then that was that with it. So I just think I do like I do think they're gonna to have to have issues and get some certain things lined up. But like I'm pulling for them as a wrestler and as wrestling fans, I think we should all be pulling for them to just keep learning from the mistakes and getting better because it's, it's making wrestling better overall. More wrestlers are making more money, having another option to go work outside of WWE. And it's going to force WWE to make more positive changes. If more people keep going over there. So makes sense. yeah, I'm, I'm really passionate about this. I love wrestling and I, I don't like right. seeing when people like, because the dirt sheet people, AEW, it's not AEW versus WWE. Like, brother, like, this is just good to have options and more places for people to work. And, like, certain products, you know, they have a little bit of a different product than WWE, and it gives you guys options, you know. and But I think he's handling it to the best of his ability. Like, you know, the guy's got a lot going on, clearly. And I don't think it was an easy decision for him by any means. Well, no, he's lost money. So. Yeah, it's money lost right there you know yeah but they'll learn from it and he'll be a better business person moving forward from it
3: oh, no absolutely yeah we're not maybe we're not an aw right we don't know what goes on but i i understand what both of you are saying
2: and i agree with some of both of your points and i i see even from the the press conferences that tony can be uh, light on on the on the guys and i think what um what uh, Jason was saying was that, like,
1: sometimes if you're not stern enough, people will cross those boundaries. Absolutely. Right? So Absolutely. I, I, I think that is what your
3: point was. And, and I get where big guy's coming from as well. And nothing... if you don't know the whole
1: story, you know? And that's because been mentioned. Kind of I've cool heard cool. other people talk about that. And people like Punk will take advantage of nice guys. Exactly. And I, exactly. And I do think that. But I think from Tony, he has learned. He, he, he learned a valuable lesson in this probably and that he, he will he does have to put his foot down in more direct ways and i think though it's like you
4: he, like you said vince he said vince party with his people too right he did but when he had to get his business hat on i'm sure he got his business
1: hat but on I, but but <laughs> here's the other thing vince in his early promoter days vince wasn't being scrutinized for every decision because nobody knew what was going on because there was no social media there was no dirt sheets yeah there yeah, weren't people know. putting out looking, like that, that it was a like unfortunately like tony's learning on the fly with this and everything's being scrutinized. He's being compared to Vince McMahon, who is by all accounts the most successful wrestling promoter in the history of the business. Yeah. So everybody is unfairly, you know, because Tony and them have money and that, but like my thing is is that like, we should be pulling for him. He's going to make mistakes. He's clearly he's yeah. learning from them on different ones. And nobody's perfect with any of this. With yeah. it, but yeah. like he's very early on into his pro wrestling promoter days. I could I would tell you I think he's more successful than vince early on but he has he's also from coming both of them had money both of them had certain things already in place for them with it but i just think you know he's taking on everything in a very big stage in this day and age with social media and and that's not taking anything away from vince's early days i just think it's even tougher now with all the pressure and all the cameras and i think he's doing it to the best of his ability but my thing is this the thing is, is he loves wrestlers he respects wrestlers with it, I think he does need to like with that put no one to put his foot down, foot down and be stern. But I would rather have a guy that loves and respects wrestlers than a guy who doesn't. And that's what exactly is the other side of that. On that, I, I,
4: I, there's pros and cons to that. I, I there is because the pros is you know what you just said, and there's cons as well because you know the business is, can always be shaky.
1: But right? the the thing is, is he just you get you when you have people like Phil that come in and that you get rid of them. With that or you're gonna learn what to see with that where he's not going to make those same mistakes again hopefully on that with it and, and and again learn to you know maybe have some some boundaries on certain things and most of the people though good people respect like I, I, it, I I'm respectful of all people on that like with it's a different we have certain people that are just more cutthroat more sharks. Phil is one of those sharks where he will make up lies he's very manipulative. He, he likes to create drama and controversy so like he he's not necessarily a good fit for that environment he's not a good fit for any environment quite frankly with it right. so but and that that sucks because he can be beneficial from a talent standpoint but the it, this in this day and age if you're causing that much problems in the locker room and disruption and, and just overall killing the mood of the environment it's not worth it it's not and like i told you like wwe like i'd be shocked they've got their main players now like that and you, if you think punk is like going to go to wwe and take like a role of being a supporting a supporting actor i i think he just he's going to stay out so yeah. but yeah. I, I get what you're saying too and that and shawnee brought brought up good points on that but i just think i like i'm pulling for because it's, it's the guy the guy loves wrestling and i think has respect for wrestlers as opposed to the other guy who doesn't
3: I completely agree. Yeah. yeah, Right. My
4: bottom thing about this whole conversation was I think he could have kept him if he just wouldn't nick this in the ass on that first encounter. But I don't think
1: you got you don't understand Phil. It's not that easy.
4: Yeah, but he didn't do that in WWE. He wasn't doing it on multiple he, Bro, occasions. bro,
1: the guy literally tried bomb, to destroy bro. my entire career with lies. I've I've seen him I've seen him destroy guys backstage verbally with that because of his political power. Like I'm telling you guys, he is a—he's an absolute monster with it. But he's, he's not. A not good human. No, yeah, that's the best. That's exactly the best way to put it. Like you, but you guys are caught up in the Bill Cosby character. You're caught up yeah. on the on the role that you see on TV, and you don't understand the monster that you're dealing with. No, the guy I literally went up to the Shield and told them way. he went up to the Shield when I'd already known the Shield from developmental that I was going to go and no sell him. And I was gonna be very difficult to work with and and, and try to hurt them in this. And they literally all knew me already and knew they all three will, will testify to that. Ambrose already has come out and talked about it, like and, and calls me a sweetheart, a sweet human being. Like with that. That's the kind of person that Phil is though. So he will go create drama somewhere because that's he thrives in that environment. Yeah. If that, he goes to Impact J or wherever he goes or wherever
2: he wrestles, it's gonna happen. It's it, it could be God running the promotion.
1: Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna that. find something to be unhappy but about. He's gonna find something to cry and that, complain about and be that, unhappy. But, but listen, the thing is he's not going anywhere
4: but below. You understand? So every promotion below now, whatever he's gonna go to, will not be nearly as much as Vince's power. He's not gonna pull that shit in WWE. You know what I'm saying?
3: Like that's he why it is though. He but he
1: he did, know, he man. did it there all the time. He just, they gave him, he got, he got into a position of power where he got Vince's ear and he, he worked Vince essentially, He right. but then they're not going to let that ever happen again. And like, if they ever took him back with that, it's going to be he, his, his role is not going to be like the moment something starts again. Like, I just don't think the guys there that would like the shield all Roman and Seth, they witnessed it. They were all part of They They know what he does. Like, that's right. why they, they're not going to deal with it again. Like, because now they're in the positions of power and they're not going to give that roll back to him. Like, the, the guy walked out on everybody and then he left wrestling entirely to go try to do another thing. And then when that when that didn't work out and then the money was running dry, oh, I'm gonna, I love wrestling again. And that's the truth of it. But nobody wants to listen to this and you guys are all swerved by the character on it, man. I just think he'll pop a rating on the initial thing on it and that's going to be it. Everything's going to remain the same and then you're going to get all the baggage that comes with it. Right, but I get it. I understand why you guys. He's played cool roles on TV. He's got to say cool things on TV, with it. But like, it. it there's so much more than just that.
4: No, I personally never even. Honestly, to be perfectly honest
1: with you, I never even cared about it. Yeah. I mean, not in UFC or WWE, and when he came to when he came to AEW, he got such a big splash. If you cared about him in UFC, I would question the kind of fighters you no, like. I <laughs> of on like in the US. No, I don't see you want to fight. He knows what you said, Jay. Yeah, no, I'm just just, just, take, just taking just taking another necessary that. shot at him again. I say I'm yeah. a
3: huge Jersey fan, but I never fucking want to.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, just I'm just I I just take little shots here and there just to him to apologize <laughs> no, to me. No, Tell <laughs> him to apologize fights me. one or the other?
4: <laughs> no, I don't I wouldn't want to fight you, man.
1: <laughs> no. I, no not you. I'm saying Phil. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not, not, not calling you out for a fight, Jason. I was saying I'll just take little shots at Punk until he apologizes or fights me, one, one or the other. About the big guy and Punk is that he, the big guy named his uh, his sleeping aid GTS <laughs> and trademarked it, by the way. Yes. Oh, no, you trademarked? Oh yeah, trademarked. <laughs> yeah, I've got the paperwork. If we could, if me and Ben, if me and Punk could hatch this whole thing out, we could make some serious money. Phil, if you don't want to don't want to fight anymore, brother, we could come out with a, an agreement here and get you a commercial for that GTS Sleep Aid. Yep, Show a fun. clip of the UFC fight with him sleeping afterwards, and that, so and you, then you versus the big guy for his first
3: match, and we'll put the GTS uh, <laughs> trademark
1: on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> The, the, the commercial is going to be me, me knocking out Phil and putting him to sleep and then just GPS, go to sleep, <laughs> feed me more nutrition. Just a little smile with it. I just, I'll pay him really well to get him to, to, to act the knockout part and to film it. And, uh. no, no, you know what, man? I, I got to get back in here, man. Um, All right, brother. Thank you very was, much. Was, I appreciate yeah, it. It was awesome talking to both of you guys, man. It was really cool. Have a great day, Jay. Thank, Thank you, you, Jay.
4: Man. Yeah, I mean, you too, guys. Take care.
1: Good deal. <laughs>
2: I understood what he was saying, yeah. to that guy, because Tony is like Tony. He, I know Tony's a nice guy, and like, and I'm a nice guy, and you're a nice guy, and I think sometimes when you're a nice guy, um, and I know this, like for a fact, because I've been through it. People try to take advantage of you, yes. and they try to step that line, and they look at kindness as a weakness. And and I used to like sit to myself and be like, why do people try to like? Mess with me, like, because I I've always had to like prove myself more. I felt than other people because I was kind. Like even yeah. though I was bigger, I was always kind. And people try to step those
1: boundaries. There are certain people, like, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about, big guy. And it's like I used to think. Like
2: everyone says, kindness is a weakness. No, kindness is, is can be somebody's biggest biggest strength. But you just you teach people how to treat
1: you. Yeah, and and and, and that's what it is. You, you know just gotta it's, it's knowing when to speak up for yourself, respect and disrespect, and just like clarifying exactly. that sometimes people are so nice they don't say anything, and then people just can walk all over them. And they percent right. and that's what like yeah. the the keeping it one hundred podcast with Disco and uh, and Conan, who I, I love those guys, very yep. knowledgeable. They were talking about that, how like in, in disco they were talking about if, if Tony and being a nice guy, someone like Punk, they see that they, they'll take advantage of that all day long. With that, yeah, because absolutely. he knew he was a fan of his, and he knew he he gave him the world, he gave him essentially gave him his power back, right in the world of pro wrestling after everything. Yep. And then in in, the, in just we saw how that played out. So, so I he
2: would be grateful, right? Like a normal person would have
1: been grateful. Yes, for the opportunity. He but <laughs> Punk wanted more and more and more and wanted to get this. Like, and he's very manipulative. What he will do is he'll take a calm, peaceful environment and then cause chaos. Yes, he like he, that's what he because that that his is his normal. Is yes, yes from lost. his childhood on, his life has been chaos with 100% it. And so this right. is it, all of the do- That's the Doctor Phil of the situation with yeah. it. Yeah. So you yeah. could literally put him in a in a wall. And he could say, "What you could, you're gonna, we're gonna, what color would you like this room?" And he's like, "I would like the room. I would like it all gray." And then he'll get in that room, and he's like, hey, "This is, this is, I dude, hate gray. God, why isn't this white?" <laughs> and then he would start, yeah, you know, I mean, can't say what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, he like he's just, he'll just, you just start complaining. Like you're, like you said, you wanted gray. Well, I wanted white. And that it's just like the way that he is. So,
3: um. but.
1: Okay,
2: uh, but yeah, like I, I just, I agree with what you said, big guy, and uh, and that's it. And then Tony, anybody who dislikes Tony, just so you know, like Tony has done magical, wonderful things for this business. Like I, I can't even explain it to to people. Like, look at back in the days, and 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 I'll I'll end it here. But um, when when Vince was starting everything with the, you know, having. Uh, you know, all the territories and stealing everybody from the territories, right? Like, he was picking from the litter. He had his choice of people uh, to say, hey, I'll pay you this much. And he was the only big promotion that wasn't in a town, right? So he was like.
1: Uh Uh-oh, Shawnee. Oh, you might have got a a call maybe. Oh, can you hear me? I can hear you now, yeah. Sorry, but he. He told everybody
2: like hogan and all those guys that were big in their territory i will give you national publicity right now tony's fighting against all these promotions which is a beautiful thing for wrestling right but like it's way harder now than it was back then because vince was just saying hey i'm the only big guy up here you want to join me or i'll crush you
1: Somebody said too in the chat, they go, imagine Tony asking wrestlers to kiss his behind on national television. (laughs) Tony clearly is a better person. And I will say, though, can you imagine, I still think, I wish Tony, and I've been told he doesn't want to be like an on-screen character and like doesn't want to bring real-life controversy onto TV. But I think a Tony Khan heel character, can you imagine just Tony out there just making people kiss his ass? (laughs) The Tony Khan (laughs) kiss my ass club? Tony. <laughs> Punk, he takes him back, but we Punk it, has to, Phil has to kiss Tony's behind in the ring live on TV. <laughs> brother, do you know what the ratings would be on that segment? Give Punk the money. Let him bring him back, but you're gonna kiss my ass on TV. <laughs> Good guy. I gotta let you go, but thank All you right, for brother. Me on as always, man. Likewise. I appreciate you and uh Have a great rest of your Tuesday, You too. Thank you for making the time today. I appreciate it, Shawnee. All right. Take care. Always, man. Always. Bye. Good deal. (laughs) Oh, man. I really would like Tony Tony to be a character on TV. I really think it could be. I think there's, with everything going on, I think the ratings, I think their ratings, I think he could be their biggest ratings draw of improving their ratings if he was a regular on-screen character. Heal Tony Khan. Oh, my God. There's so much, so much you could do. He, I, I, with his look and the way he talks, he can, he could definitely, he could get eat with it. Oh, man. Almost too playing an innocent, like he doesn't under, but he just, you could just do saying certain things to rub people the wrong way with it. Oh, man. That would be, I think that could do, have a positive impact on the business overall. But he has a lot going on. That would be a whole, that's not easy doing that. Nor if he doesn't have the belief, you know, that he, to, to do real life stuff on TV, you know, that, that's, that's his choice on that. But I do think that's primarily historically where the biggest money has always been also. So maybe at some point he changes his, his mindset on that. I don't know. Uh, we'll end today's show with a nice little joke from Jose Lopez. Why did the queen go to the dentist? And the answer is to get her teeth crowned. <laughs> Good deal. With that, guys, we're going to wrap up today's show. We've got to get a lot done here. And I'm actually taking the week off of weights, letting my body. I've got this, this shoulder. We've made significant progress. And uh, every every three, four months, I take a week off of training. Now I'm still doing my cardio and sauna. So a lot of conditioning as I'm cutting with everything. But letting my body rest and got a lot of work to do on the shoulder here with everything. So, guys, I hope you have a great day. Check out my Feed Me More Nutrition over on FeedMeMore.com to show your love and support and uh, sign up for my email and text message program to get 15% off your order. Also, you get a free shaker bottle and tub of my Finish It BCAA Electrolyte Matrix right now, the raspberry lemonade flavor. It will pop up on when you add items to your cart. Select it as your free gift, and it is yours absolutely free with your orders right now. I hope you guys have a great day, and until next time, my friends, stay hungry, feed me. More. Hey Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shop those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit Feed